Welcome, sports fans. Thank you so much for joining Sports Inside and Out, Legends of Sports. This is your host, C.B. Baker, coming at you once again with a great show, NBA uh, NCAA update. You know what's getting ready to head into March. We're at the end of February. But before we get into that and who we're going to bring on the show today, got to check out our sponsors. Our sponsors, the Armed Forces Network. While we were asleep, you were awake, making sure our way of life stays the same. Seabreeze, the leaders in transitional housing and more. My main man, Flash G, is in the house. Also, Dan and Nissan Man. Hey, I live here in Hampton Roads area, and I see his commercials all over all over the news and, and on TV. You got to go check him out. He has a great fleet of cars. They're waiting for you. Dan and Nissan Man, Nissan of Chesapeake. Go check him out. Now that we have paid the bills, it's now time to bring on the um, – the legendary, one of the best sports broadcasters to ever grace the microphone with his smooth voice. He's smooth like butter. Welcome to the show, Coach Hatcher and Wally Wonder. Oh, right. Well, thank you, CB, and I really appreciate that. And so much is going on, and I got to uh, commend you on a great job uh, that you're doing there. And, uh, while I'm away on on this sabbatical, man, and couldn't think of a better situation to do than come back on a day that you really have uh, done some twilight uh, activity as far as the direction of the football thing. Guys are calling in, want to want to know when their turn. We just had a call from uh, Donnell Wolford, former All Pro, and uh, three-time All-American from Clemson, voted the greatest cornerback in Clemson history. He's uh, he wants to come on, and I told him I would forward that information to you. So that football pro, football broadcast, the sports inside and out football, is really really taking off, and it's good. And we like to give a thanks, uh, uh, guys, to uh, SoundCloud. Uh, I know that the ratings is really improving, and SoundCloud putting this into almost 20 countries around the world can't beat that. Can't beat that. But uh, I'm on the thing called the Celebrated. Always, we got a little special Wally Wonder component uh, that started off and is still one of the greatest shows for Legends on Radio and coming up on TV. Of course, so much is going on, and we got a lot to tell you. We got the news that you can use on the NCAA and the NBA. And without it, I got to get to him now with no ado. We call him Dart. He's all over the place. You never know where he's going to be. Some people call him the Wally Wonder Man. Hey, Wonder, what's up, man? Oh, man, things are going great. And I'm going to do ladies before gentlemen. 102 straight games, Connecticut. They just beat my temple. Uh, I have a niece that plays yeah. for temple. And uh, she called me up, and she was uh, a little defeated, uh, the fact that they beat him up a little bit uh, last night. It was a tough game for Temple University's women's team, but I always like to bring up the ladies because a lot of times you don't realize how great athletes we have in the NCAA women's uh, basketball. And I just want to give a shout out to Gino, who's from Philadelphia, 102 games straight. It's phenomenal. So that's news you're talking about you can use. Uh, we need to look at more games in reference to our, our women because they're really yeah. playing some great basketball. South Carolina. Uh, Notre Dame, Baylor, 
I mean, they got some great teams in NCAA that are playing some great competition. And uh, like they say, they're the dynasty. And let's see what will happen in these NCAA regionals to see whether they could pull off another championship game. But I want to get to something, Coach, that's important. Uh, NBA All-Star Game. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm old school. I'm just going to say it's entertainment for the millenniums with all those dunks. But uh, it's an embarrassment to break Will Chamberlain's 42-point game in an All-Star game because they did compete. Uh, Anthony Davis scored 50 points, and um, it wasn't nothing but an exhibition of dunking. So i just give you my point of view as a old-timer from the golden age of basketball in the 60s and 70s. Uh, Coach, what do you think of that All-Star game? I just gave up with the All-Star game itself. We well, can talk never, about the... Uh, never had a chance to compete, but we always covered the All-Star Games every year, not taking anything from this year because we broadcast. Then uh, we are members of the Retired Players Association. But uh, I joined the, the national consensus. You know, when you talk to an RPA member, you know, or even the guys who have just come out or some of the guys that's, that's the elder statesmen on these teams, it is a total embarrassment as to what, the all-star game has eroded to. Uh, you know, Wally was a, it was a tremendous apex, uh, a privilege of, uh, of, of monumental uh, uh, components. When a guy got it so selected or was mentioned for the all-star team, that means his peers, the coaches, sports writers, were involved in the selection. And now we have the same thing as we do with anything else. They got fans that go out and jam the ballot boxes or on the internet. I'm CB, I know you know how they, they do those tricky little things and yeah. one guy can vote 50 or 60 or 100 times. So what you're seeing now is a, a, a video game. Yes, well, that's right. Like a video game. You you can sit right there or sit in sit in the stands if you're privileged to pay for five grand or better. But uh, if you you can sit right at home and you got a two hour video game. I don't want to see no rebound. <laughs> I just want to see some shooting. I don't want right. to see that. I want to see some block shots. I mean, it, it's it's really a an embarrassment to the legends. I put it that way because we're speaking as legends, Wally. It's an embarrassment yeah. to the legends. But it's uh, seemed to be the the, uh, time, the the changing of the times, and it's not going to do nothing but erode because as the millennials, uh, we as we come about in in our development of 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 of, uh, of, uh, of taking it easy, then you know the next generation is going to fall right into a situation where it's going to be crazy. You know, I heard on today. Did you know CB? I heard. These sportscasters and the whole group, and I will say it on CNN, I was doing a study, said that uh, this Golden State thing is the greatest dynasty, greatest dynasty now in basketball. (laughs) That this elaboration of these three guys are the greatest uh, collection of superstars in the history of the NBA. 
And guess who just happened to be on there, uh, Wally and CB? Uh, Kevin McHale. He said, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Don't try that one. Right. Don't try that one. You know what I mean? But uh, it's, it's something else. It shows you how easy uh, uh, the, the history of the league uh, erodes. You know, I thought it was funny, Wally, when, when we were doing the uh, Virginia Squire reunion with Dr. J and uh, Earl Foreman on, on behalf of Earl, more or less. And, uh, and Julia Servant, the doc, we, we, we were riding over in, in, in a car to, the, to, to Wallace Stan's tool clinic. He said, hey, hey, coach, you know what happened to me the other day? I said, what was that, man? He said, I went over to the basketball court and, uh, you know, the guys, you know, they said, uh, let me shoot a couple. The young man said, uh, what are y'all in? He said, we're seniors in high school and we're all city. He said, well, I was all city one time. I said, who are you? He said, my name is Dr. J. <laughs> I said, Dr. Who? <laughs> in New York. <laughs> so That's crazy. Uh, Wally, it, 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 it is, man. But one thing you got, one thing that's very, very, very uh, uh, impactful for the Wally Wonder Show is Wally, we give you're giving it out there like it really is. You're giving it out there and bringing in the the, uh, the the uh the, the interviews and the nuances for these kids to know the history of basketball and where it's been before you know where you where you're going with it so you know my hat's off of it to you wonder well thank you so much coach uh, cb what is your point of view on i mean you you're looking in as a uh an athlete yourself how do you see it yeah, when you watch those games as an athlete um you know, not in basketball, of course, but I can definitely appreciate the game. What I have basically found out, um, fellas, is it's become like a marketing ploy. Um, in order for the NBA to basically sustain itself, it's got to compare itself to the past. But the issue that they have in is, is that you all, the legends, are still here talking and could compare. It's just similar to basketball and baseball are very similar, okay, because it's like a skilled sport, okay? So, therefore, you can look at percentages of shots. You can look at things like that. Now, one thing we can't get tangible evidence on is the defense that's played, right? So, and that's what y'all are saying or noticing in the All-Star game. When y'all played in the All-Star game, it was actual game. Like, when... Like, even when I was coming up watching, you know, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and all those guys on the court, it was a wonderful thing to see them guys on the court, and they played. It won't like three and a half quarters of exhibition then a half a quarter of an actual game. It really was a full-fledged game. game, You know, I think what you're trying to find, the word you're trying to find, it was a a, uh, soft defense all-star game. Right. Not there to ruin nobody. But everybody can show their skills both on offense and defense. But You're coach, absolutely right. But coach, let me let me say this: it's not only a soft defensive All Star game. One can argue it's a soft defensive season. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really get physical until the the conference finals. Yeah. You know, so that's how exactly. why Golden State they can win seventy plus games during the regular season. 
And then they get to the conference finals and they start losing. And they get to the finals and start losing and then end up losing the championship because the game was more physical at that point. You know. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. One of the things I, I wanted to piggyback on both of you, one of the things that's important uh, they've only won one championship. Uh, we don't talk about dynasties till you've done something. <laughs> right, uh, right. Boston Celtics, Celtics won eight in a row, and our 1967 team, our 50th anniversary, being named the NBA's greatest team, we stopped their streak. So when you talk about dynasties, you could look at the Lakers when they had three or four, or Chicago. They're the dynasties, but uh, until Golden State wins more than one, you can't even compare them to those teams. No, you, you can't. can't. You can't. Which seems to be that's the, the the thinking of the of the younger generation, CB and Wally, and I think our listeners will concur with this. Now, it's the now generation. Right. Oh, these guys greatest things is butter. I mean, it's not not what the the, the ball players like Kevin Mahale said that one of the greatest and most happiest time in the NBA was the dynasty between the, the rivalry between the Lakers and Boston. He was talking about the camaraderie that people didn't realize that they had off the court. Yeah, they hated each other on the court because them fans, yeah. you better be, you better hate somebody on that court. But he was saying that one year Boston would win, the next year L.A. come right back. One, the next year Boston won, the next year L.A. came back and won. Then the next two years before they retired, L.A. won both of them. He said that that was the apex of the NBA because that was the last purity factor because the next one came in was a change of generation with Michael Jordan. You could see the change, but it wasn't a negative change. It was still uh, respectable defense. You could actually make your living playing the defense. You know, that's, this is what, you know, it's, it's, it's such as a, a shame to me, Wally. You know, and particularly if you could, if you didn't play uh, as hard as you do, Wally, your asset was that not only you were a great ball skill artist, you could shoot, but you were on the all defensive team as a rookie. You know, and when you start talking about that, you could actually say, I made my living as being one of the best defenders. They don't even pay attention to defense no more, guys. Yeah. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like the James, skill level is there. Yes, sir. CB, you had yeah, a comment? Like James Harden would have been an average player in the mid-80s yeah. and the late 70s. Average. Because he can't play defense. Right. You, know, you, know, that, you know, Coach hit it right on the head. It's like we've basically taken a game and, and softened the defense so we can have high scoring in order to put um, butts in the seats as uh, Leon Carey would say in a separate conversation, we got to have butts in the seats. You know, so yeah. we're paying yeah. the people to pay, but you uh, kind of tweak the game, or I ain't gonna say ruin the game, but it's definitely a, it's a watered down version. You know. Oh, now now we're talking uh, CB watered down version of what it used to be. Wally, that's a perfect yeah. example. You know. Yes, you it is, and I think. Uh, so if yeah. Jones was put into the future and was playing now, you'd be the greatest thing since apple pie. Yeah. Well, you know, defense is what all the ball players back then really respected yeah. each other, yeah. uh, playing both ends. And when you look at the skill level, the game has just changed. It's open wide. You're no more hand checking. 
I think yeah. what's important today, because of the Europeans that come over, the stretch fours, stretch fives, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, one of the things that I was um, really thinking about, especially about skill level, was yeah. last year um, Carl Anthony Towns won the skills contest, and this year Porzingis won it. Uh, yeah. These are big men that are doing skills. Skill that were yeah. mostly were all guards. Right. Uh, the same thing when I looked at the three-point shot. Uh, Eric Gordon won that, and of course the competition was good in that and shooting the three-point shot. And then one of the other things that I was disheartened about was the dunk contest. Again, was spoiled by a lot of uh, props, uh, yeah. a lot of other things that <laughs> yes. didn't make it pure. So. Yeah. As a purist of a basketball, uh, I didn't enjoy that part. Uh, there's certain things that the NBA All-Star game, a lot of people say they watched the first quarter of the game itself or they watched the dunk. Yeah. Some people saw the dunk contest, again, as gimmicks. So uh, last year was one of the most exciting dunk contests I've seen over the years. But this year, again, is for with the props and all that thing. So yeah. the NBA All-Star game was a success. When you look at the viewers and the uh, statistical thing about putting people in the seats, and someone made a comment, a lot of the younger kids enjoyed the game because of the dunking. Uh, of course, as a basketball purist, you want to see competition. Right. So, again, uh, it's a different take. It's a different time. The game has changed, and it's entertainment. So uh, they want more scoring. Uh, exciting when you see guys pull up and shoot threes or – half-court shots or, or those things. So a lot of our kids, as a clinician, I'm trying to tell kids, especially those small kids, about getting a 15, 18-footer. A lot of those young kids are heaving the ball. And I'm talking from a point of view as a coach and former clinician, it's important to get those young kids to start making those uh, layups, uh, 15, 18-footers. Now these kids are coming up throwing the ball, heaving the ball for people on shots. So that's where the game has gone. And uh, when you look at the NBA, it's exciting. I mean, they're, they're putting up some points. It's a, uh, it's a shot that is you have to be skilled to shoot that far out. But the yeah. game has changed so much. And all I can say is entertainment. It's a new type of entertainment. And, uh, you know, that's the way the game goes as time goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, tr it's truly different. You know, and you spoke of the – the impact of the European uh, uh, ball players. You know, I played and coached in Europe, you know, in the European League or for, for FIBA, uh, particularly the FIBA uh, uh, Federation. And, and you know, I, I was over there a good little time and I saw the transition and how the hunger for these young men, uh, they're not, you know, they'd be making uh, more money over there than over in the States. But just the hunger of being in the, on the NBA where they learned and, and, and dreamed of, of being uh, was there. Now, did you know that New York, if they get a couple more guys, would be the first all-European NBA team? Wow. <laughs> I got you. Well, that's where it's going to be. That's where it you looks know, like. Hey, where it looks can like. you dig that, CV? Yeah. And listeners, I want you to have it. I was just, it's just one more play, I think, that said, but you would have not the whole team, but you would have a all European starting five if they work out this deal with Rubio. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, Coach. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, this, Very interesting. The, the trading deadline is pretty interesting. Uh, uh, I speak on uh, Boogie Cousins and uh, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis' side. I think that'll help them if they could get into the playoffs and yeah. maybe a new uh, atmosphere for him. I know Al, Alvin Gentry very well because he coached the Heat for a time. I just hope they can put that young man's mind to where he could focus on basketball because he had two talented big men there that could be something uh, to really deal with in the Western Conference. Uh, there are some trades that are that have gone down. They're talking about now Paul George going to the Lakers. Uh, we just talked about that this morning, and I heard on yeah. um, on TV that they, they're just considering it. But there are so many pieces now. This is the last day of trade deadline, so you probably will see some more trades happening in the NBA. But um, as for the balance of the East, uh, I still look at Cleveland, Boston, Washington. I mean, you you got some teams there that, that are competing. But, again, the – the West Coast is what I'm looking at because always under the 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 radar is the Spurs. You talk about Golden State, uh, but you got to think about the Spurs. So that's a team right there that I want to make sure you realize that the Spurs are 43 and 13. Golden State is 47 and nine. Uh, Houston's 40 and 18. Clippers are 35 and 21. Utah 35, 22. Memphis, 34-24. Oklahoma City's in there, Coach, 32-25. And last but not least, for the eighth place, Denver. And they're 25. And listen to this, 25-31. and So uh, Cleveland, Boston, Washington, Toronto, Atlanta, Indiana, Chicago, and Detroit fill out the top eight in the Eastern Conference. So uh, if they make some trades there to make teams better, of course, Um, Cleveland is the favorite. I mean, everybody realized that with the oh, King. Yeah. They're favorite, so. No question. And if, uh, if the Pelicans can, they're cont- contesting for the eighth spot, uh, if they do that with, uh, with, uh, Cousin, and they should be able to do it with the addition of him, we'll see tonight how it starts off. Uh, this should be very interesting when they make the playoffs because CB, the first one they're playing would be Golden State. Right. Yes. <laughs> and I got. I got a question. Right. I got a question for you guys because yeah. both of y'all are very analytical. Since the NBA is so spread out now, for us in the the game, how the game is played, yeah. can the Pelicans with two big men in the argument, just making the argument here, could they slow the game down and force teams that are not used to defending the low post to have to defend the low post? and then beat them up for as a good, what I call ground offensive game inside the paint, beating up on people like Kevin Durant, you know, those those taller, the taller guys that are playing small forwards. Now they got to go guard a Boogie Cousins. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Wally, I want you to donut and follow up on this one, Wally. Tell me if, if if you're in line with this one. CB the answer and our, our fans particularly was yes uh, to a certain degree because Anthony Anderson and Boogie Cousins play the same thing. They can actually shoot the three-pointer. They have a nice range in their, in their arsenal playing. 
but their presence would be more of that. Now, you got to understand, too, that these guys are mobile. They're not just big, slow guys. You talk about a guy that uh, takes one one slide step to the to the left. It's done took three of the average ball players died. So you know you, you, it is there, and they, can, and they do have a high IQ, Molly, as you call it. They got basketball. Yeah. Even if you don't like him, you got to respect the idea that all of these guys, or both of these young men, have a basketball IQ. And if they get uh, with the way the game is going on now, if they're able to maintain their their arsenal of 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 of, of, uh, of, of playing, I would say with different shots, they can shoot the three. They can go in. They can handle it and that. But the last thing comes about it: you can't shoot without a ball. And if they are versatile as they are, and they dominate the boards, is a high whole idea. Yes. Who takes more shots uh, at CB? If I'm taking 20 more shots than you, and I'm going to get the ball, right. I'm going to win. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you a comparison. In sixth place in the West Division are the big guys, Marcus Gasol, who's extended his game to a three-point shot, and yeah. Zebo Randolph. So yeah. they're in sixth place, and they're 34 and 24. Now, when you bring up a team like New Orleans, who's right now in the 11th place, it, Boogie can take it down on the block. Uh, yeah. The versatility of Anthony Davis to go in and out is phenomenal. This young man can play basketball. So I can see them really putting up some numbers and really compete with Golden State. Maybe put up a game with them. I, don't, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect them to beat them, but yeah. I would really like to see them in that A spot to compete I with really Golden would. State. But really you can slow that game, game down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can slow that game down, fellas, and put it inside. You can, that's what Memphis does. They put the power ball on them. But um, when you look at big fellas that can come out again, both of them can shoot threes. Yeah. Uh, and here what Marcus Hall has done, he's extended his game. Now he's shooting threes. Yeah. But uh, you know it's, uh, it's going to be real, real nice competition. That, that tandem, CB, will be enough to slow the game down to that 80 and 90s. Right. Where Golden State is very uncomfortable. You know, because they're not playing that type of game. So the answer is definitely right. You was on your own point. Your own point. You're observing and, and critiquing the the, uh, the, 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 uh, the the teams very well. You know, so uh, I look forward to it, guys. And, you know, as always, it, you know, it's time to get out of here and do some more things, man. But, you know, having the number one sports talk show in the world, here and around the world on basketball is a fantastic thing because very few times you can hear it in the, in, 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 in the other networks. But here you can feel what we're saying because it's we try to put it to it as a one who helped play the game or play the game. And we'll draw in all the greatness from football, basketball, and beyond. You can't have a better tandem of of uh, of of, of, of uh, professionals to bring you the real news that you can use in professional sports. And as always, guys, I, I I'm tremendously happy. Keep the good work up, CB. I'm getting better. I got the physical therapist today, and 
you know, it's coming along slowly, but surely I do have some, some issues that I'm trying to get avoid, but I will be probably trying to finish up my, the next operation very shortly. And if that comes through, then I'll be hopefully be uh, out and about by April. But uh, right, right now, guys, I can't say but one thing about the best sh- sports talk show for legends on radio, Sports Inside and Out. If you want to learn about the football, basketball, tune in right here. Because when legends speak, yeah, everybody listen. listens. Coach. You know <laughs> I got to let you catch yes, CB, keep it up, babe. All right, and, Coach. Uh, give my, uh, my regards to the family and everybody. And thank you all for keeping me in your prayers and your concern of thought. Okay. Thanks right. for being on, Coach. 